Hey, tervetuloa. Welcome to this episode of the International Business from Finland podcast with me, Mark Wiltshire, where I take you behind the scenes of my solo enterprise or toiminimi. Working with directors and business owners of Finnish companies, sharing your workload so that you can focus on growing your business. And this week, I'll be answering a question that came from one of my listeners. Thanks, Jay. Jay commented on Facebook, I see this as a time of opportunity where the status quo is all shaken up and those who are creative, confident and can lead will come out on top. What kind of opportunities do you see coming out of this situation and how can you turn a bad time to your advantage? Well, Jay. The International Business from Finland podcast with Mark Wiltshire. Talking international sales, entrepreneurship, and making connections between Finnish companies, entrepreneurs, and workers migrating to Finland. I'm not sure I've got anything revolutionary to say to you, Jay, but here's a few things that I've observed both locally in Etelä Pohjanmaa and from reading the international news that that may be thought-provoking for for some people watching or listening. First of all, it's worth noting that funding has been made available to micro-enterprises by the Finnish government. This is called Elukeskusten Corona Rahoitus, uh, the Elukeskus Corona Funding. And you can read more about it on the website for Elukeskus, which is the Centre for Economic Development, Transport and the Environment. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes for today's episode. I'm going to quote firstly from... The website. Who is the funding for? The funding is intended for companies operating in Finland. Ou, Ru, Koru, or Askor, or private entrepreneurs, where the maximum of five persons work at the time the application is submitted, including the entrepreneur or entrepreneurs, whose business is suffering due to the coronavirus situation. Question. How much funding can one receive? A grant of up to 10,000 euros to carry out a situation analysis, not exceeding 80% of the eligible cost on which the project is based. Costs of up to 12,500 euros, including indirect costs, can therefore be accepted, meaning you can spend 12,500 and the support will provide 80% or 10,000 of that. Continuing, a grant of up to 100,000 euros to carry out development measures, not exceeding 80% of the eligible costs on which the project is based. Thus, the decision may cover no more than 125,000 euros of costs, including indirect costs. Therefore, in both cases, funding of 20% in addition to the grant is required from the companies. So, you provide 20%, they give 80%. Question. What measures can be financed with funding for a situation analysis? Answer. A a situation analysis allows a company to review and plan its business operations, new business activities, the organising of production and services during and after the market and production disruption caused by coronavirus. So I've seen 
examples of a few different ways that companies have adapted to the recent situation, which, although things are currently calm here in Etelapokhima, as I mentioned previously, this might be very relevant elsewhere in the world. So first of all, making your products and services accessible to customers. When the lockdown restrictions started in March 2020, restaurants were hit very hard and were unable to accommodate customers in their premises. One local restaurant here in Sainioki decided to get its food truck into action. If the customers cannot come to it, then it would go to its customers, which was smart. In order to reach as many potential customers as possible, they needed to go to one of the large employers that still had people working on site. So they decided to set up adjacent to the local hospital, serving a choice of meals at lunchtime on weekdays. Doubly smart. Kudos to Holy Smoke Restaurant. There's also a Finnish company called Rescue Club, R-E-S-Q Club, whose app allows restaurants, cafes and grocery stores to offer their excess food to consumers at a discounted price. Usually after a busy lunchtime rush, these offers appear on the app, giving better value to consumers and reducing food waste for the company. During the pandemic, Rescue adapt- adapted its service a little acting as an online ordering platform for regular priced meals, enabling restaurants that don't usually rely on web orders to maintain some level of business where they couldn't be open for customers. Another idea is for small retailers to offer home delivery or maybe a click and collect service. For those using a point of sale service like iZettle, which includes hardware, software, and, and it has sort of stock management and web shop functionality built in. So you could set up the products on the system and they could be offered as online and maybe as a click and collect service too. Small retailers could offer an additional service that is useful to their local community, brings customers to the shops, but the customers can be sure the products they want are available and it minimizes the time they have to queue in a shop with other customers while they're shopping. And, you know, this has been an important factor of, uh, of society in the last few months. Next, repurposing your workforce. I'm sure this has been seen all over the world, but here in Etelapokhima, there have been companies adapting their production to meet the needs of the local community. When there was initial threat of a shortage of hand sanitizer, uh, Pramia or U, among others, a producer of alcoholic drinks and a plastic recycling plant, they started producing hand sanitizer sold in their distinctive bottles. While Jokipin Pelava, a manufacturer of linen products, quickly designed and produced face masks, which could be found in local shops. Okay, these are not mandatory in Finland yet, but they may just have been ahead of the curve. Um, There was also a story from the UK where football club AFC Wimbledon, my team as it happens, uh, decided to repurpose an overstock of flags and turn those into into face masks in the team's colours. The money that was made from this was given to good causes in their corner of southwest London, again, doing good for the local community. Also, how about taking a business online? So a couple of the the, the food shop ideas were about online business. Um, it may seem obvious, but if you can't travel to a workplace, then offer something online. It's easier to understand when it comes to buying goods, but what about services? 
as well. There's now more an acceptance of, or maybe a requirement for online meetings. Just look at the effect this has had on Zoom, whose platform has made it easy to stream and record meetings, presentations, podcasts as well. There are, however, opportunities to improve how people present themselves online. I just heard in the last couple of weeks about a new startup in the US called Mhm, And I'll put links to mhm.app in the show notes. Their software kind of interacts with streaming sites, giving you lots of interesting ways to manipulate the video that you stream over Zoom, Google Meet, YouTube and, and whatever. Again, check the, check the link in the, in the show notes. I've also seen an example of a cancelled trade show being held online. If people cannot physically travel to a location, maybe there's a case for all the companies meeting online. The main benefit to trade shows and exhibitions is that key players within an industry are all together in one place. If it cannot be done physically, then maybe it can be achieved online. Initially, it may feel like a webinar, but people will adapt and you will lose the potential for chance encounters or discoveries that come from wandering around an exhibition hall, but it will allow a degree of networking and presentation of new ranges or new products. Of course, someone can simply choose not to watch an online pitch, but also a, an exhibition. They can choose not to stop at your stand. I guess this is a similar concept to gyms and health centres offering online fitness classes to continue to service their customers while they're at home. Yoga classes have been available online for years, for example, from the Finnish company Yogaya or U. I've also heard people talking about the Peloton bikes with the large screen attached for streaming and for on-demand workouts. And I've seen that my local gym, Fressi, has this Fressi TV service which offers live broadcasts and recordings of groups and individual exercise classes, albeit in the Finnish language. Maybe you've had ideas or you've you've seen other interesting examples, then you know, reach out and let me know. As usual on podcasts, I'm going to ask you to rate and review the show, but I'll make it easier for you. Head over to ratethispodcast.com slash Wiltshire, where you can leave a review and a rating for this podcast. Also, if you found this podcast useful, interesting, maybe even entertaining, I don't know, feel free to buy me an online coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Wiltshire. I know I'm British. I'm supposed to drink tea, but I've been in Finland too long now. I've gone native. What better way to show your appreciation than throwing a few cappuccinos in my direction? If you want to contact me, feel free to reach out at mark.wiltshire.tmi at gmail.com. Your email comes directly to me. Thanks as always to Mark from the excellent Dodo Bones for the theme music. You'll find a link to their website, dodobones.co.uk, in the show notes. And that's it for now. So until the next episode, goodbye.